0: take a fashion seat. Tonight we're going to talk about three of my favorite designers. Valentino Dior and Yves Saint Laurent. So let's start with Valentino. Valentino Clemente Ludovico Garavani, that was his name when he was born in 1932, um, is an Italian designer. Guys, he's 91 years old today. Um, and he retired like in 2008, but let's get into some of the interesting things he did in his early career. So Valentino, um, was born in a province of course, and his mother named, um, was, um, Rudolph. He, his mother named him Rudolph Valentino, um, and he started becoming interested in fashion at an early age primarily um when he was um younger um, he was apprenticed by like one of his aunts um, her name was Rosa and he moved to Paris um you know at his young age and he studied at Ecole des Beaux Arts and at the Chambre Syndicale de la Couture Parisita so that's where he did his uh you know schooling to become an amazing designer. Um, guess who his first apprentice was by? Um, it was by Fath, who was then Balenciaga. So that was interesting, I found that interesting. So after five years, Valentino left um, and went on a vacation in St. Tropez. Um, he was joined by, you know, some a friend named LaRoche um, and they did like a tiny, tiny fashion house. Um, after discussions with his parents, um, he decided to come back to Italy in Rome in 59, where he collaborated with um, Venencio um to open up a fashion house. So he came back in Rome and in 1960, he opened a fashion house, you know, where he started, you know, designing. And people started, Um, looking at his designs so he didn't get like a breakthrough until um, 1962 when he went to Florence and um, so he had in 1964 Jacqueline Kennedy um, had seen um, Gloria Schiff Um, she was a twin sister of a Rome based fashion designer in Vogue Um, and they were wearing a two piece ensemble in black organza it made such an impression that Miss um, Kennedy contacted Ms. Schiff, um, and that's when the designer got its first, like, oh my gosh, um, an icon is looking at you. And so, um, in 64, Valentino was to be in the United States to present a collection of his work at a charity ball at the Waldorf Astoria, guys, so he... Um, and Jacqueline Kennedy ordered six of his couture dresses, all in black and white, that year. Miss um, Kennedy ordered like six of them, guys, and wore them um, the year, one of them she wore on the morning of President John F. Kennedy. So she was like, she loved Valentino dresses so much um, that she started wearing them and then it was like a snowball. And you know, he started creating all kinds of things. He made it he um he made a lot of like ethnic looks, silhouettes, he did um midis and knee length um pants dresses and some hot pants. So Valentino tailored a lot of like beautiful um padded shoulder knee length sh- skirts and um for from the thirties and fifties styles. So in nineteen seventy two he started doing only skirts, so he did do it bright colors, knee length. I mean, his skirts was like really popular. And then in the mid 70s, he did like peasant um, silhouettes, um, minimal construction, micro chrome garments. Um, in 78, he did the big shoulder pads, the formal suits. Um, and you know, in the 70s, he was in New York. And he embraced a lot of um, the Vogue editor, Chief Donna Reeland, um, talked about him. Um, in the 80s, he started doing um, design and stuff for Joan Collins um, in from the show Dynasty. So, you know, he was big time. Then that's when I was looking at his clothes, because I used to love Dynasty. So, um, I would see a lot of his, his clothes on the show. Um, Joan Collins wore a lot of them. So in the 80s, he, you know, he kind of, like, followed the short, narrow skirt line, broad tops. Um, start working with Saint Laurent, Givenchy, you know, with the shimmy Um, He even worked with um, Ladderfield. So he started elevating his looks in 1985 with designer jeans and things of that nature. So he was really huge in the 70s and the 80s. Um, in 1998, he um, partnered with um, Giantri Giamante, um, where he did some things, um, um, and they did fiat. So he, he was making a lot of money. His revenue was at $180 million. Um, he was doing really good. He even tapped into the movies in um, 2006, he did um some things with the Devil Wear Pride of Valentino, the last Emperor. He was in the Venice International Festival. Um, you know, he did two hundred and fifty hours of footage in um one of his movies. Um he was honored a lot, received um a lot of honors. He did home decoration, so you know, he was associated with Gianni Giamanti um, shared a home, apartments around the world. Um, his personal life was personal. Of course, um, he did a lot of things um, with Gia, like I said, Gia Llamo, Giamate, where they met in um, 1960. Um, they had been together ever since for like 50 years. Although their love relationship ended in like this, I think the early 70s, Um because he married someone else. Um, You know, Valentino became the godfathers of his sons. So, you know, they were very close, you know, but he moved on. Um, And Valentino um, loved dogs, so he adored dogs, and he named, um, like, his second line of clothing after his dogs, like, after his late pug, Oliver. So he, believe it or not, guys. Guess what? He owned six pugs. So he was like a pug lover. Gotta love pugs, guys. Um, Valentino really loved them. Um, today he is 91 years old. He's still alive. Um, um his parents are Teresa um, and Mario. Um, so he re- he even received an award from the Neiman Marcus store. So you gotta love Valentino. I love his rock studded shoes and purses. So that's one of my favorites. So let's talk about next Christian Dior, who was born um, in the early thirties, I believe. Now his his company was founded in 1946. So he does um, shoes, you know, it's makeup. The House of Dior was established in 1946. So Dior Corporation celebrated in 1947 as the opening year. Dior was um, backed by Marcel Boussac. Um, you know, like I said, they was founded in 1946. It's worldwide. mainly in France, but Dior celebrated all over the world. Um, they expanded, um, and he died, like, in 1957 in Italy. But um, in 1949, Douglas Cox um, traveled to Press and meet with him to discuss having and do pieces made in the Australian market. And um, he did some things with them. Um, the agreement between Dior and Douglas Cox really put Australian dressmaking on the global stage. Um, You know, he collaborated with Chanel, Ralph Simmons. um, He did a lot, you know, in the 50s. He did um, dresses for Alfred Hitchcock film, Stage Fright. Did a lot of stuff for Models in London. In the 50s, he did things with Princess Margaret. Um, He appeared on the cover of Time magazine before he died. Now, um, I love Um, Kristen Dior, he did so many beautiful things in the world of fashion, so many beautiful things. I mean, his his brand is everywhere, all over the world, guys. I think we all um, own a piece of Dior in some way or the other, from makeup to shoes to to brands. Um, He worked with so many, he collaborated with so many designers. Um, Gio created a strong partnership with celebrities, working closely with them. Um, he did a dress for Jennifer Lawrence, Lupita Now gone. Um, he was just very successful. He worked with Rihanna. Just so great in the land in the world of design. He died in nineteen fifty seven, I believe. Yeah, nineteen fifty seven he died, like I said, in Italy. Um, but his work lives on. Dior will forever be etched in all of our souls. Such a great designer. Um, so let's go into E. Saint Laurent, um, which is a French luxury designer founded in 1962, hot to couture, ready to wear leather accessories and more. The brand expanded in the 80s. Um, men's and women's fragrances, cosmetics, um, you know, it's just, these I love the purses, the chain bag is my favorite, um, Saint Laurent did Haute Couture, designs with Tom Ford, um, fashion museum in 2001 and four, um, he suffered, um, poor health because of drug abuse, depression, I'm not gonna get into it because I hate gossip but well, he went through some things, and I like to celebrate people, so we're not gonna dig deep into all of that. Um, he did so much work, collaborated with so many models, celebrities, etc. Um, he did beautiful inspired dresses, beaded in evening dresses, silk jumpsuits, evening gowns. Um, he launched um, a production company in the art cinema. He did costume designs, he did a production company for films, um, he did things for, um, Revive, their Draw 80 WGT Rider collection, and superb 73, uh, electric bike, skateboards, and surfboards. He just, rise to every occasion, met every need in the design world. Um, he died on, on, on June the 1st in 2008. So sad because he just contributed to the world of fashion in so many amazing ways. Um, he did Chinese clothing as well as themes for pop art. Um, he worked with Picasso. Saint Laurent is credited for um, in 1978 for doing um, some things with um, Lulee, D. Luff, Laffery and Betty Cortex, uh Tita Casta. So he his fragrances smells so nice. Um, he was real well well known for ready to wear clothing. Um his revenue was estimated at five billion dollars, guys. So can you imagine? I mean, Saint Laurent is just forever be known for so many beautiful things. The fashion house forever be graced, graced and loved by many. Like I said, my three favorite designers, other than the three I spoke about earlier, um, is Valentino, Saint Laurent, and Dior. Both of the fashion designers are celebrated all over the world. We love them, we'll always embrace them. And we will forever wear their fragrances, their clothes, and talk about them. For generations, we'll be passing on the topics down to our grandchildren. And I hope the grandchildren pass it on to theirs. They'll be forever discussed, guys. They're icons. And um, thanks for listening to me talk about all three of these iconic designers. They are for ever be etched in history of design. Thank you for listening again to Take a Fashion Seat. Good night.